Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Engage. Hello, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Jordan Hoffman. I'm the host of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. Thank you so much. For letting us back into your homes, your cars, your iPods, your Bluetooth headphones. I just got some Bluetooth headphones, Brian. Really? I never had them before. I got them yesterday. How's the uh, the quality on this? They were good. You know where I got them? Where? I got them at Radio Shack because they're going out of business. Ah. So my wife and I were walking uh, in our neighborhood and I saw Radio Shack with a giant sign going out of business, everything in store, 30% off. So I said, let's spend... $80 on batteries. <laughs> I'm serious. I'll show you a picture because I'm like, oh, we always need batteries. We yes, always true. And, and we have some, but we have the wrong kind. I got like a million D batteries. Oh, you, never ha- you never have no, what you need. No. So I'm like, let's go in and buy the biggest container of AA <laughs> and AAA. And they were 30% off. And they were fine. I got a giant. It was like 36 AA's and 36 AAA's. Boom. I'm, I'm good for five years, 10 years. <laughs> so I was thrilled with that. And then I was in the Radio Shack and feeling a little bad because, I mean, you know, Radio Shack's been around a long time. I feel, I feel like they've been going out of business for like 10 years, though. Well, they had a lot of radios <laughs> in there to kind of get rid of. They had, no, they did. They, they were about to go out of business and then they got saved like a few years ago. But now they're really done. Okay. So anyway, uh, while I was in the Radio Shack, they had these extremely reduced good I forget the name of the brand, but it was a brand that you'd heard. It wasn't Beats, but they were decent headphones, and they were Bluetooth. So I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. And I bought them, and they, you know, they're originally eighty bucks. I got them for twenty five, and uh, not bad at all. They were fine. So now I got Bluetooth headphones. So if you're maybe you're listening to Engage the Official Star Trek Podcast on your Bluetooth headphones, this show, as you may have know, if you're a uh, regular listener. We um, currently in the spring right now, we're, we're, we're going bi-weekly for a little while just because we've got a lot on our plates. I'm doing some traveling soon and, 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 and Brian's doing some traveling soon. So don't fear. Uh, this podcast is not going away. When we head into summer, we're going to kick it back into weekly and especially in the fall when Star Trek Discovery finally is discoverable. Finally is right. Finally is right. We're going to be in your ears a lot. So uh, we're, we're just sort of um, kind of going into a, a, a different gear for a little while. But believe me, once this new show happens and once um, allegedly I get uh, my ass up to Toronto to take a look at the set, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, 
which might happen. I don't know for sure. Um, that's going to be a different deal. But for now, we're going bi-weekly. So our first bi-weekly, since we're going bi, our first bi-weekly episode is Gaze in Space. How about that? Um, just a coincidence. You know, Star Trek fandom is awesome, as is all uh, subculture fandom. You know, I love I love people who love... You know, the, the, there. I just heard there was like a burlesque show in in the Lower East Side of Manhattan of Twin Peaks fans the other days. I love. Wow. I love when fans love something so much they put on an event, and Star Trek's being the king of that. I mean, we we Star Trek fans kind of created con culture, you know, we, and um, uh, it has um, smaller, nichier things as a result, and we want to embrace all of that. So. A guy that I met uh, via the internet, a fellow by the name of Dan Devey, has started putting on these parties called Gaze in Space, G-A-A-A-Y-S in S-P-A-A-A-C, a play of, on pigs in space, Gaze in Space, and it's just a party that he throws, um, around, you know, he's, there's been some on the West Coast and some on the East Coast, and they're moving around. You can go to gazeinspace.com and find out when the next party is for you. Uh, this dude is not making money off of this. I mean, he as a joke at the when, when uh, I saw him at this last party, I said, uh, "How'd you do?" And he's like, "Hey, I think we're not going to lose that much this week." I'm like, "Great, that's awesome." <laughs> so this is something he does for love because um, you know the LGBT community has had an affection for Star Trek for quite some time, and uh, you know it's always been a show about inclusion. Although um, on the uh, on sort of um, uh, on the face of it, there has not been a gay character in Star Trek up until this most recent film. And you can go back in the Engage archives and listen to our interviews with Doug Young um, and uh, Simon Pegg, who wrote the most recent Star Trek uh, film, uh, Star Trek Beyond, and um, Anthony Rapp, who's going to be playing a character, a space my- mycologist. I think he's into spores and uh, mushrooms and things of that nature. Uh, in the new show, is going to be. Um, a non-closeted gay member of uh, Starfleet. Uh, So it's a good time uh, to be gay and a Star Trek fan. But you don't have to be gay to love gays in space. That's what I learned when I went on location. I brought my microphone and had a chat with some people there, and it was a lot of fun. So this week's episode is going to go... It was an on-location episode, which is good and bad, Brian. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Uh, It was good because it was fun, and we got to get out and meet people. And, um, you know, not everybody can come to New York on a whatever it was a Wednesday after uh, evening and go to this uh, club party and meet people. Um, so that was the good part. The bad part is you weren't there. And the <laughs> fact that you weren't there meant that I had a technical malfunction. We were interviewing Nana visitor who's been um, a champion of the gays and space group since the beginning. And the beginning was really only last uh, August when they had their first uh, meetup. Um, so I was interviewing her and my mobile emitter conked out on me i don't oh, know i had um uh i i had no i had no space in my gaze in space <laughs> i had i i had not deleted previous files so i ran out of room on the chip so my interview with her cuts off right in the middle it's funny it, i say to and i'm like all right so what are you doing next and she's like well i'm about to start shooting an independent film really what's it called and that's where it cuts off. <laughs> so we don't know what her new film. I mean, I know she told me, but uh, those of us listening aren't going to know. Uh, so that's unfortunate, and I apologize 
this is my fault. I blame myself entirely. When, when I realized there was an issue, I started deleting old files. But by that point in the night, I was not getting the knob visitor back to talk to me because she was having a good time. She was running around and people were taking selfies with her and it was a blast. So we're going to roll that interview first. Um, and in fact, let's just jump right in. So, uh, this was about an hour into the party. Nana Visitor came into the room, and I uh, assaulted her with my microphone, and this is that interview. I got Chardonnay. How is it? It's, it's fine. Okay, so we're going to record, and it's not that loud, so I'll count down from three, two, one, um, and we're back. And my favorite guest on Engage, the official Star Trek podcast, is back with me, Nana Visitor. Hello. Welcome. Every time we meet, it's in like little corners and little rooms. And we're in the antechamber of the Gaze in Space Party New York, March 2017. It's so exciting to see you. With pounding disco behind us. <laughs> really you can't is. see me, but I'm dancing my a, ass there off There right is a now. lot of movement. There is, and you're wearing fantastic earrings. What's Thank going on with so these? Much. Even though it's dark in here. Yeah, uh, you know, I got I to gotta come out and put it together yeah, for my guys. Yeah, yeah, it's very new wave what's going on here. It's Thank very new. You. It's very nice. The Duran Duran video is about to bust out anymore. You look fantastic. You always look fantastic, but Thank specifically. Thank you so much. So um, I was talking to Dan earlier, and he mentioned that for the first um, one of these events, uh, you said, yeah, yeah, I'll come by. Maybe I'll be here for 20 minutes. And you wound up staying for three hours, and you've been to every one of the GIS parties since. I have. What, you're, a, you're a fan. It's in your blood at this point. It's it's in my blood. It's important. Um, and they're doing something really tough for some people. They're coming out as Star Trek fans. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> no, Star Trek is hip, man. Yep. It is. It is. It's, you know, the geeks of the world are taking over slowly but surely. Yeah. You know, Burning Man has more geeks uh, tech geeks at it than anything else. So, you know, it's a it's a world takeover. Um, hey, hold on, I have to look at this thing. Is this actually on? I've only had a few drinks, but yeah, that's those numbers are moving. Um, can you tell me? Uh, there seems to be, if I'm not mistaken, DS9 specifically right now is having a moment. Oh my I goodness! Think. Yeah, right. It, it, it's having a moment. Yeah. There's a big resurgence. Uh, I hear there might even be Blu-ray coming out. I, I'm kind of amazed by that idea. But I, I think it's enough that they really got um, serious about finishing the DS9 documentary. And, yeah. of course, there was this big campaign. And they did unbelievably well. And, as a matter of fact, next week I am flying to L.A. to uh, film... Uh, additional, uh, I, I, I don't know what for the for for the documentary. I mean, I've talked so much to yeah. them about to Iris even Bear yeah. about the show, but obviously there's something yet to be said. It's still digging. It's that like, that I'm going to be filming for two days. No joke. No joke. No for the promotions for the for the Indiegogo campaign, which by the way I don't even if you know being on this show engaged was eventually given away as a perk. You're getting one for free. Some people paid to talk on this podcast. If you can imagine such a thing. That's pretty They're not right. paying me. They're paying the, the film. But I'm happy to uh, give um, my contribution. Uh, That's great. They, um, you did some fun uh, promotional videos as well. There were a couple. That yes. was part of what kept the thing moving. Yes. Was additional fun promotional videos. Can you tell maybe some people who are listening didn't actually see those? 
what uh, uh, what you got to do? Well, we didn't know what they were going to put in the bubbles above our heads, but they showed us in deep thought. They just said, you know, we're going to film you. Look like you're thinking about something important. Mm. And the surprise to me was that what they had Terry Farrell and me thinking about was Dax and Kira together, which kind of uh, connects with what we're doing here at Gaze's Space. So uh, th- that was like, oh, that well, okay, that is interesting. That's that's <laughs> a real idea there. Um, and I am contributing a dinner. I am cooking for five people and their guests in oh, June. Joe. In June, really? Yeah, yeah, here in New York. Wow. We're, we're going to have a dinner. I, it's a natural. I love to cook. Uh, I love to feed people. So it's. It what, makes sense. Do you know what you're going to prepare? What style? What is it going to be? I'm waiting to find out what everyone, you know, everyone, basically it's probably going to be weak chicken broth by the time I get everyone's <laughs> dietary <laughs> restrictions and requirements done, right? right? Somebody might have a nut allergy, oh, so that kills something. Oh, no, yeah. It's going to be, it's, wow. it, but, but you know what? I love that. What is your favorite thing to cook? I love, well, I love to bake. Really? But I like um, comfort food from around the world. Israeli comfort food, oh, yeah. Moroccan, oh, yeah. um, Italian, French. I Do, love You must cook with a tagine a lot. Do you use yes. a lot of tagines? Yes, tagine. You know, my, my wife bought a tagine. She hasn't used it yet. I know, but it's they're so It's an object to art. It is. Ask. But it is. It <laughs> is. I like keep it's saying, so hey, pretty. why don't you make something with that? And she's like, oh, they, one day. Yeah, yeah, no, they really work, and they're really delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you maintain such a trim figure. How do you cook comfort food? And uh, I, I have to. I'm one of those people. I was a dancer. I have to exercise. Right, right. If I don't, I don't have the proper amount of serotonin or whatever hormone it is that's supposed to be coursing through you. I don't have it. So unless I work out every day, I don't feel good. Fair so enough. Well, you say was out. a dancer. You'll be dancing this evening, right? I. Uh, I'm dancing right now. What are you talking about? Can't you see me? There is a DJ back there, and there's a disco ball. Oh, was that the official word? That's all we need. Yeah. But uh, I I still do take uh, dance class, actually. So I, I still got Wait, my. Who's teaching in you? It. You've been. What are you talking about? You've been on Broadway. Oh, How in you, New York, yeah. there are some hip teachers. There are some great teachers here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that dinner sounds like a blast. If you need a, um, you know, like a maitre d, I would love to be there to help serve. How about sous chef. I I can chop. Can you chop? Um, right. I can chop carrots. Listen, and, you don't and, know what you're getting into. This <laughs> this may be more than you want to take on. I can probably chop what you need, or I could at least I could peel some carrots, peel some onions, you know. I don't know. Well, this is exciting. So that's happening in June. People are going to your home here in New York City to eat dinner with you. It's going to be fun. I'm really looking. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to meeting some of these people that I've had. Uh, Twitter. I love being a bartender. So uh, that they'll they'll certainly be a, a cocktail of the evening. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, in about a month's time, you said you're working on a new independent film. Yes, it's called A Bread Factory by. So, they, uh, so I apologize. Uh, that was where our technical difficulties came into play. But uh, we love Nana. This is her second appearance uh, on on this uh, program, and she's a blast. I can tell you that uh, she's beloved by. I mean, she really. You know, she has gone to so many of these parties before, as she mentioned. She remembered people's names. I was talking to a woman. She was like, "Oh, you know, I met Nana at, at the New York convention." 
uh, which we played clips on of the show. And she's like, and I met her and we chatted for a long time and she remembered my name. Then I got something signed by her the next day and she remembered my name then. And then I saw it my own time. She came in and recognized this woman from, that was from last September. Wow. And this was in March. I was like, oh, hello. And gave her a big hug. The non-visitor is the real deal. And she brought cookies. <laughs> How can she, you get better than that? She brought cookies and I had one. She, she gave them out. And I had, it was like a maple sugar cookie. She gave them out to all of the people at the Gaze in Space party. So we were listening to Gloria Gaynor and eating her, uh, her, her maple cookies. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. Energize. All right, so what is Gaze in Space exactly? I mentioned before, it's a party, it's a meetup, and it's not just, uh, it's for anybody who wants to come that is cool. So uh, prior to my chat with uh, Nana Visitor, I went to the uh, club where this was happening in Hell's Kitchen on West, I don't know, 50-something Street in Manhattan and 11th Avenue, and I spoke to the founder. I spoke to this fellow named Dan Devey, and that's uh, the interview that you're going to hear right now. Let's hit it. Okay, so I am now inside at uh, the Hardware, hard, Hardware, what's the place called? Hardware? Hard, hardware Bar, <laughs> New York City. Hardware Bar in the heart of uh, Hell's Kitchen on East 40, West 47th and 10th Avenue, right near the river, and I am a guest of Gaze in Space. Do I have to say it? Gaze in Space. If you want to do it right, yeah, that's every exactly time. how you every have time. to say it. But Good when on you, do it man. short, you just say GIS. GIS. Okay. Yep. Because <laughs> we don't always have the time to try, say it the right way. Try not to say jizz, though, because that's Well, that's not... later at night. After yeah, 10 yeah. or 11, at least. Not yeah. not at 6 o'clock. Yeah. So I'm here with the impresario of GIS, Dan Devey. Thank you for throwing this event. This is your second time in New York City, with the first in 2017, correct? Yes. yes. And you're doing a tour... You've been to other towns. Where are you headed next after this? Uh, yeah, we started uh, We started in August of last year in Vegas. Right. Then from Vegas to New York, to Albany, to San Francisco. Now we're back in New York. And next month we'll be in L.A. Awesome. And then back to Vegas in August. At the and same time as the convention. Same time as the convention. Awesome. That one's going to be insane because the events that we've done so far have been more of like an intimate like bar lounge kind yeah. of setting. Yeah. Vegas is going to be a like thumpa thumpa club <laughs> experience. Fantastic. With like a thousand people in costume. Oh, wow. It's wow. going to be Well, a there might be thing. some people in costumes tonight. Who knows? Yes. yes we don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a relatively... Um, uh, cozy bar that mm-hmm. we're in here, but you you know there's there's ample there's a lot of room for uh, extravagant lighting, and you've got your GIS um, what is this called step and repeat step board and repeat. Yep. with some uh, photos from previous events. So uh, correct, I'm gonna allow me to to hypothesize this is something that you put on because you felt that there was something of a gap in traditional Star Trek uh, fandom already. There was not a for lack of a better term a safe space for uh, the LGBT community, and you said, you know what, I'm going to build it myself. And that's, yes. is that basically what's happened here? Yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those things where for years I had thought about the fact that there 
you know, kind of pondered, why are there no gay people in the Star Trek universe? Every other minority group has been represented mm. in some way, shape, or form, and that's kind of the point of Star Trek, to let everyone know you made it. You guys are good. Right, right. You made it, and now everyone's equal. And everyone got that except for the gay right. community. And, and if you look at the history, I mean, over the years, Roddenberry... Thought, it, it, he was thinking about doing it, and then there's there's all these stories. Paramount said no, and we right. don't really know exactly what happened. But right. the truth of the matter is, up until last year, mm -hmm. nothing happened until right. the third Star Trek film, and now later this year, allegedly, although no one's seen it yet, uh, right. in the new Star Trek show. Right. So that's good news. Right. And so what what's interesting is I was talking to Rod Roddenberry about that, and uh, because he had said, you know, like I grew up with uncles, you know, two uncles together. Being gay was not yeah. anything that my family or my dad frowned upon. You know, all inclusive was really his his message. They just would never let him go that far. That yeah. was the next step that he couldn't get to. Bald so, captain, yes, a gay character. What? That's just too far. Exactly. Just, it was just too far. Um, so when uh, we we were kind of having this discussion, and he said. You know, I have heard over the years a, a reason as to why there are no gays in Star Trek, but I, I kind of don't want to... I was like, man, you're not going to offend me. Like, right. go ahead. And he said, well, some fans have said it's because it's been cured by the 24th oh, century. Well, Like, cancer has been cured. <laughs> being gay has been cured, which is why you don't see us. And as horrible as that is, yeah. if you accept that being gay is a disease. If you accept that, it's a very logical conclusion that they reach sure. to explain it. Yeah, yeah. Which I found terrifying but fascinating. Yeah. So I decided, well, you know what, we're that. gonna... The Vice President of the United States thinks that. Oh, God. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I feel like our current president and vice president are not canon, if you know what I mean. <laughs> They're an alternate timeline. Exactly. Throw them back in the wormhole. <laughs> but so I figured, you know, after hearing him say that and, you know, saying that he had heard that over the years from various people, I said, we need to make a bigger deal out of the fact that it's finally been proven, laid to rest, that that is not true. We are not some kind of sickness that's been cured. We're just like everybody else. We're just as much a part of Roddenberry's utopia as every other group. And I think that deserves some celebration. Absolutely. So Great. Hence, then this was born. And so born last year with no pushback at all from anyone, right? No. I mean... No, a surprising... Yeah. Because when we did the first one in Vegas, I really intended it to be a one-off. Yeah. I thought, let's do one party and celebrate, because I had no idea if anybody was going to care, yeah. and if anybody would show up. Um, but then we had such a great response, and people were so happy with it. Nana came, she was our first guest, and she said to me beforehand, she said, Dan, I could probably only stay for like maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. I was like, totally understand, it would just mean so much for you to just show up. Three hours later, <laughs> we finally took her back to the hotel. She had a blast. That's great. And so after that, people just asked, well, when's the next one? Yeah. And I thought, we're going to do that. Well, I mean, uh, I, am, I am not a gay man. Not for lack of trying. I did go to college. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> but it didn't stick. Um, but, you know, I don't want to, like, impose on your party. Um, what is what is your attitude towards straight allies who say, "Oh, I want to hang out with the Na visitor and dance and celebrate gay culture in science fiction"? Is there a 
official GIS policy yet, or? Yes, and that policy is we want everyone, gay, straight, tribal, Talaxian, <laughs> and everything in between to come to our parties because our parties aren't about being exclusive. We're about celebrating the fact that we're finally a part of the larger whole right, right. that everyone else was already in. So it's it's not that this is, Gays in Space is certainly not just for gay people. It The only people we would say, maybe stay home, are the people who were saying it was a disease. Yeah. If you, if, if you have an open mind, though, and you, you're kind of questioning, like, well, maybe I should check it out and see, then absolutely come. Anyone who has an open mind, come. Because, you know, the... The way that the actors get to talk at events like this is different than they do at conventions. Like when they're on the big stage and, you know, they, they're always very personable and and uh, very honest with their answers to fans. But in this setting, Ooh. things get silly, <laughs> things get real, and it's just, it's it's a lot of fun for everybody. So, yeah, so please let everyone know that... Not exclusively gay. We sure. want everybody to come by. Well, it's it's uh, it's five twenty now. The show's going to start in a little while. But who's who are you expecting this evening to come by? Okay, so Nana Visitor is coming. Awesome. She's uh, she has been after the first party. She said to me, she said, Dan, every time you do a party, if it's at all possible, I'll be there. <laughs> We're at party number five. You know how many parties she's, she's five been for to? five. Five for five. <laughs> Fantastic. We are in love with her. Um, and we had uh, JG Hertzler, who played Martok, Martok. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine uh, was originally coming. He was super excited to come, and he unfortunately though he emailed me last night and said that his city council meeting. He I, I don't know if people know, but he's uh, a member of his local uh, city council in upstate New York. See this I love because he can make pronouncements. Yes, from the House of Martok. Yes, <laughs> the zoning shall be as thus. You know, <laughs> he can slam his gavel down. There will be a stop this, sign there. <laughs> this is a scoop. So Martok <laughs> is on. The the blah 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 council of blah 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 county somewhere, yes. Yes. but because of the bl- you're saying because of the blizzard lately, yeah. Uh, it, a couple of days ago there was a giant blizzard and his meeting got pushed, so right. he can't make it. So it got yeah, it got pushed to today and he didn't realize. And you know, uh, everyone who has met JG or has seen his presence online and social media knows he's a very civic-minded individual, Ooh. and he has a responsibility and, and a duty that he takes very seriously as a member of that of that panel, you know, of that governing board. The Council of Twelve the or council, whatever it Yeah, is. you know? Um, and so he had to he had to bow out. He's got to do what he's got to do. he will definitely be at the next one in New York, which will be in September. Awesome. Okay, good, good, good. And there will be merriment, uh, music, Dancing. Yes. I don't know. I'm here to observe. I'm here to observe and drink whatever they're serving. There, there will be. Yes, there will be. Uh, our hostess for the evening is uh, Miss Paige Turner. She is a uh, local drag performer, celebrity, and uh, she was here for our first New York party and just had a blast. In fact, if you look right behind you yeah. on the step and repeat, a picture of her and Nana. Uh-huh. The big pink hair is not Nana. Yes. Nana would be next to her. Uh, awesome. <laughs> they had a blast on stage talking together. And so Paige will be here. She's going to perform a little opening number. Nice. Uh, so there'll be, uh, yeah, some performance. A lot of talking and a lot of mixing and mingling. Good. And, and you have some sci-fi themed 
themed uh, goo gaws over there. Those are not tribbles. Those are those are Trixies. <laughs> now a Trixie. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> the Trixie is the gay tribble. Oh. Yes. Wait, but tribbles reproduce asexually, do they not? Yes, they do. Would you like to hear the story I'm of Trixie? I'm dying to know the story of okay. Trixie. <laughs> so the story of Trixie is that Trixie was born always knowing that she was a little bit different from the other triples. Yeah. She was, of course, asexual like the rest, mm-hmm. reproducing at will. But she quickly discovered that the only time she had the will to reproduce mm. was when she was surrounded by various different kinds of triples. If she was in an area where all the triples were just monochromatically exactly the same, Ooh. girl could not pop them out. Couldn't happen. She had to be inspired by the diversity I love this. of a huge group of all different types. Spectrum sizes, of entire tribbledom. The whole spectrum. And then she'd pop them out like crazy. And that's why every Trixie, yeah. when you look at them, they're, they're rainbow colored, but they there are. is not there are not two that are identical. They're wow. like snowflakes. Oh, this That's is adorable. And so uh, I guess you're probably giving those away uh, for certain prizes during the evening. Yes, we have. Uh, and we also have some original artwork. All right, that, whatever uh, I have to do to win a Trixie, I'm going to take somebody out. You know, if I have yes. to elbow my way over there, it's going to happen. I got a few connections. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could hook you up. Oh my goodness! All right, great, <laughs> and also some other prizes as well. So this is a big. So this is a lot of fun. So the website yeah. is gaze in. Wait, let me do it. <clears throat> yeah, gaze in space. Fantastic. How many dot a's? Org. Dot org. How yeah. many a's? Three a's. Three in both. In both. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. Good. All right, great. So that's how people can find out. And uh, throughout the evening, I'm going to be here mingling and me speaking to people, and we're going to, um, you know, see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm here to find out what happens next. So this you're, is going to be you're great. You're along for the ride, and we are thrilled that you're here. Well, I'm, I'm really having a blast already, and, and the show hasn't even started. So this is good. That is a good sign. Thanks a lot for talking to me, Dan. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate it. So that's our friend Dan. You want to make sure to follow Gaze in Space on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, it's it's when they come to your town, you're going to want to go to the party. It's a lot of fun. Um, and at this event in New York, uh, the uh, uh, master of ceremonies, the mistress of ceremonies, was a drag performer named Paige Turner. That was a good one, right? <laughs> that's a great name. And Paige Turner was a hoot. Let me tell you. And and uh, I was talking to her after. And she's not really a sci-fi person, but she she did her homework. So she did basically uh, a Q&A with Nana. That was the main event. You know, the first there was mingling and drinking and dancing. And then there were some prizes and whatnot. And then there was a little dress-up thing, which was funny. Um, but then Paige Turner sat with Nana. And I've moderated Star Trek panels at, at the New York convention in London in New York. Paige Turner blew me out of the water. It was hilarious. Really, really, really funny. Nana told some great stories that we don't always hear about uh, Star Trek. Talk about, talk about her family. You know, Nana Visitor's aunt is uh, Sid Charisse, one of the most famous Broadway dancers ever. She was in uh, the bandwagon with um, Fred Astaire, for God's sake. Oh, wow. So, I did not know that. No, it's a true story. So, they talked a lot about that. And uh, so, this is kind of the end of the night. Uh, you can hear it's a little loud. I'm like, hey, Paige Turner, I got, I, 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 now that I know how to use my recorder again, like, you want to <laughs> yap a little bit about Star Trek? And she's like, I don't really know much about Star Trek. I'm like, come on, well, why don't we yap anyhow? So uh, we did a little yap, and um, uh, it wasn't quite as zingy as on stage, because on stage she can be a little ra- a little ranchy, uh, raunchy, ranchy, raunchy. 
and I was like, ah, so we're gonna record this. So she kind of almost was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be, uh, you know, I got. I'm like, no, be yourself. So anyway, uh, for kicks, let's hear what what that interview sounded like. I kind of forget myself. I had had maybe a few uh, gin and tonics by this point in the evening, so I don't really <laughs> remember myself what the conversation was like. Let's see what it sounded like. And I am here tonight with truly the most sensational drag performer I've seen in in days, in hours. No, in months, in years, in my oh whole my life. God. Fantastic performer, uh, Paige Turner, which is one of those names that gets funnier the longer you think about it. Yeah, it confuses the twinks, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, the little ones get confused, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and uh, you um, were the MC tonight. for the. Here, put this in your ear so you can hear me. Oh, great. Yes, uh, the yeah, MC uh, for Gays in Space. Right. And uh, it's my second time doing it. But what's interesting is that you confess to me that you are not necessarily a Star Trek fan, which I find intriguing. Yes, um, and when people ask that, it makes it sound like I'm like anti-Star Trek. I'm like, yes, I'm here because I'm anti. No, uh, I'm not a Star Trek fan, but I'll tell you what uh, is really great is I, I really do love like community. I really do love um, Dan Devi, who put this together as a friend of mine and a fan of mine turned friend, and I thought it was a great idea because I'm really big on my community and people joining together yeah. for things, and especially with just the world the way it is and people being depressed the past six months and everything going on in the world things like this I think are really great and important yeah and you really realize especially tonight that people want this sort of thing well I wanted to ask you what what is your sense of Star Trek fans having now done two of these What's your impression of Star Trek fans at different from your typical show? Well, it's very funny. I actually did not know a lot of people. And I made jokes like, because uh, I have a very theater community living in Midtown and Hell's Kitchen, so I get a lot of Broadway performers and stuff. And like no one except the staff raised their hand and said they were performers. <laughs> They're all like computer engineers and, you know, real scientists. And, you know, I think like everyone has like a laboratory probably in their apartment who came today. <laughs> so it's really different. Uh, I love meeting different types of people. And yeah. I'll say this with a nice way uh, a lot of misfits and geeks right, and sure. smart people yeah. and I seem to attract and work the best with those people because deep down that's what I am as well so I can relate in and I can relate in things that people are passionate about um, like we all have our own versions or things you know there's the Star Wars fans I don't know if I could say that but like we all have our things that we're very passionate about and I just love that about people and the fact that we can translate it into you know a gay group for this too and have Nana visitors so welcoming with the LGBT community. It's great. So Now, you may not realize it. it, but what you're wearing this evening is very beautiful gown. Thank you. Is what we would call science blue in the original series. Really? It's the same shade of blue that uh, Nurse Chapel wore. Oh, wow. And Nurse Chapel had a real thing for Mr. Spock. Oh, my gosh. Well, so. I definitely definitely need to like play the part when I'm coming to do something. <laughs> I didn't know I was wearing the color, but it was very space to me yeah. and I wanted to have a space outfit made and actually this is the first time I've worn this. Yeah, so okay. I was really excited. I knew right away it would just say what it needs to be. Look, you're being hired to be the clown. I happen to be a very pretty clown <laughs> but I want to, you know, I want to be it's always like what Barbie would wear for the event and I'm hosting a Star Trek and I have no idea what I'm talking about but I'll sure look the part. And well, but you may not have known what you were talking about but you uh, drew out some great stories Thank from the you. visitor. I've seen her speak many times. Yeah. You got her talking about her Broadway background. Yeah. Her aunt is Sid Charisse, for God's sake. Isn't so that she crazy? She was talking about that. 
But also, you came out with an opening number. Yeah. Let's talk about that song. Oh, thank you. You wrote that yourself. No, that's Julie Brown from the 80s, because I'm a blonde. I love that people think uh, that that is my song, because I was just kind of like made it my song. I was going to do Interplanet Janet from Schoolhouse Rock, but it was going to be a lip sync. <laughs> And Dan's like, no, I want you to sing. And so Cousin Mablon just really right away tells the audience who I am. Right, right. It gets them kind of on my side with, like, laughs and how stupid my humor is. And then there's also things in that song that I can change for the event. Right, so right. I could change a lyric about Deep Space Nine. Right. I can make a joke that I'm at a Starbucks convention. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I can take that song and just kind of brand it to what event I'm doing. And it was the right choice, yeah. you know. And plus it's always nice to show people that I actually have talent and can sing, you know. <laughs> Go figure. You know. Well, there were some quality zings all throughout. There was no, no shortage of zings. So if people who are listening want to learn more about you, where or where or where on the internet can they find out more about oh, you? Oh, God, I'm everywhere like Chipotle people. Just stand <laughs> on a corner and I'll be working it with a taco in my hand. No, I am. You can find me uh, almost everywhere at Paige Turner NYC. That's P-A-I for the people who need to buy a vowel. P-A-I-G-E-TurnerNYC.com. Yeah. And from there, you can find me on everything. You can find me um, on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I will say, though, on Match.com, it's PussyLips69. It's right. a com yeah. yeah, completely yeah. different profile. <laughs> Patreon NYC. And I'm all over. I'm at Therapy on Sundays. My show just hit seven years. Oh, My long-running show, wow. Slurp. Thank you so much. And then Wednesdays, going on three years here at Hardware, where we're at. And then I do a lot of events. I travel with my live shows. I'm going to be the Lori Beachman coming up for my Easter show in April on 42nd Street at a real theater. And <laughs> it's a great space. Joan Rivers used to perform there. It's a really wonderful space. Uh, it's legitimate is what I'm trying to tell you. Yes. Yeah, so, so there's shows that I fully write there. They're all live. And that's coming up Easter weekend. You can find all that on, you know, all my social media. All, social media. all right. Well, listen, I had a great time tonight. Um, Dan, by the way, made me officially the head of the Straits Auxiliary of Gays in Space. Oh, my gosh. So that's a big honor. Yeah. And, uh, Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> and I had just a wonderful time. Uh, very, uh, I mean, the show is just a great a Thank great you. Yeah, I had a really show. great time. I mean, she's great, yeah. too. Uh, the energy is great. Yeah. And space was great tonight. We got it on video, too. Um, yeah, it was great. She's just so, uh, no, no, so great to interview. And thank you for your kind words about the questions. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you on the Internet. And we'll see you at the next one. We'll see you at the next one. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. So that was the fun times. That was the Gaze in Space party. And, uh, you know, I want to do more um, mobile stuff uh, here in New York when there are appropriate events. Brian, when I do it next time. I'll be there to help you'll out. Be <laughs> you'll be there. Or you'll, like, psych me up. You'll just get, <laughs> remember to delete stuff beforehand. Uh, our next episode um, is going to be back in the studio in two weeks. Dig this. Michael Westmore. Michael Westmore, the, the, the creator of every alien species that you love, makeup designer, extraordinaire, Oscar winner, nine-time Emmy winner, Michael Westmore, will be our guest on the next episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.